This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the New York Times. Headline. Um... Let me just get into it. Hillary Clinton's advisors are talking to Donald Trump's ghostwriter of The Art of the Deal, seeking insights into Mr. Trump's deepest insecurities as Clinton devises strategies to needle and undermine him in four weeks at the presidential debate, the most anticipated in a generation. Her team is also getting advice from psychology experts. Psychology experts? (laughs) Let me, let me pause here. So eight years ago, Barack Obama put together what's called the Behavioral Psychologist Dream Team. And there's five or six psychologists. And they really focused on how to talk to people to get them to vote. So this is more like a get out the vote thing. We've given many, many examples before. I'll just give a very quick one just so you kind of see where we're going or what he was doing generally. Um, if you knock on the door... They figured out that if you knock on a door and say, hey, um, are you going to vote for Barack Obama tomorrow? That's okay. Fine. What's way more influential is, hello, uh, I'm here with uh, Barack Obama for president. Did you know that a majority of your neighbors are voting for Barack Obama tomorrow? Are you going to vote for Barack Obama tomorrow? Right, you can see how more influential that is, and it's a lot more influential. So they that's one example, and they did many other things. Hillary's behavioral psychologist dream team is a little bit different. Their job, and I'm quoting from the New York Times, is to help create a personality profile of Mr. Trump to gauge how he may respond to attacks and deal with a woman as his sole adversary on the debate stage. They are undertaking, and imagine them doing this, a forensic-style analysis of Mr. Trump's performances in the Republican primary debates, cataloging strengths and weaknesses, as well as trigger points that caused him to lash out in a less-than-presidential way. So we got a couple things going on here. First of all, you'll notice Hillary's not combing over policy papers. People will call in a lot, send me emails a lot, and they're saying, Slater, like, you say this thing that Trump said is influential. You say it's persuasive, but there's no policy there. And it's like, yeah, no one's influenced by policy. Very few. You are, right? Because you're smart, but you're listening right here on Saturday morning. You're listening to the show. Most people don't care about policy. Most people don't know policy. So policy doesn't move the masses. Policy doesn't change hearts and minds. I love policy. I wish it did. I wish policy was all people talked about. I'll give you an example. Nike. Okay. You watch a Nike commercial. Nike does not have any commercials that say, check out our latest shoe. It's made with the newest space aged uh, synthetic plastic that uh, is lighter and will make you jump tall. They don't say that. They show a picture of LeBron James dunking a basketball. <laughs> they, don't, they don't talk policy. Nike doesn't talk policy. 
They play the persuasion game. Storytelling. Hillary's trying to learn how to win the persuasion game. Not with policy. Now, here's the thing about this persuasion game. Trump is already a master at it. And I'll just, I'll cut to the chase here. Hillary is dedicating the next month to something that Trump has dedicated the last 50 years to. Let me say it again. Hillary is dedicating the next month to the team of advisors and psychologists and all the rest. She's dedicating the next month to something that Trump has dedicated the last 50 years to. He knows how to read people in a split second. He knows how to gain leverage in a split second. He knows how to spin things in a second. This is what makes him good at business. And if not just business, a real estate developer. This is why we've talked about Trump's use of energy and posture and stagecraft. He gets this stuff. My favorite example of this, and there's many, but my favorite example was after the Fox News debate in the primary. So Trump is uh, 6'2", Bill O'Reilly 6'4". Donald Trump walked off the stage down on the ground floor, right, where all the people were. Bill O'Reilly walks up to him. As Bill O'Reilly's walking to him, Donald Trump takes a step back onto the stage. Why? Because Trump wanted to be the tallest person on the TV. He wanted to be taller. He didn't want to be seen standing next to a a giant Bill O'Reilly. So he takes a step back and Bill O'Reilly, who also understands TV and energy, says, no, 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 no. Take a step back down here with me. Wild, right? Glenn Beck a while ago gave the example. He did a side-by-side of uh, Ted Cruz doing a Fox News interview. And there were cables on the ground and water bottles. And they were sitting in these, these dumpy chairs. And the lighting was terrible. And Donald Trump did an interview. And it was pristine. No, no wires. No water bottles. The lighting was perfect. Big boom cameras that are super expensive to, to own and operate and all the rest. No way would have Donald Trump. No way would Donald Trump have walked on stage. That Ted Cruz did. Why did Ted Cruz? Because he doesn't think that way. He's a policy guy. He doesn't think TV. He doesn't think persuasion. He doesn't think stagecraft. Donald Trump does. Businessman and TV guy. So I know I'm peppering a lot here, but the point is Hillary knows none of this. None of it. She surrounds herself with expensive marketers, not good ones, expensive ones who are terrible. That's why she's gone through 12 different campaign slogans. And they finally settled on stronger together or what <laughs> which is nothing i think that was like a l'oreal ad campaign a long time ago like whatever you go around to anyone and you say make america great again they know exactly what you're talking about you go up to someone and say make we're stronger together like huh now i don't think slogans are important but just as an example of how, how they're on totally different levels so for the next few weeks she's not going to focus on policy but on persuasion How can she knock Trump off of his game by trying to get a rise out of him, right? So they're looking at personality profiles of, of, uh, of arrogant people, which Trump is right. Of, of powerful people like this, like these warrior alpha males, how can you get under their skin? You can't out policy them. That's uh, because it doesn't, uh, um, not Warren Buffett, um, William Buckley. William Buckley said, never try to debate 
a non-debater. Because you're using, uh, you know, all these skill sets, and the non-debater's like, what, huh? And, just, and they just they crush you with this line. You're like, what? That, that, huh? So never try to debate a non-debater. Hillary can't debate him with policy. He'll just, doesn't matter. He'll just he'll spin around and say something that's, that people actually understand. Fascinating, isn't it? So anyway, just, just to show the other side, the article goes on and talks about how Trump is doing no debate prep at all. <laughs> He's doing nothing. I'll read this last part here. For Mrs. Clinton, who can appear most at peace with a briefing book in her hand, there's no such thing as too much preparation. Uh, goes on and talks about how they, they've uh, reached out to the co-author of Art of the Deal, who hates Trump, who spent 18 months with him in uh, you know, mid-80s. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Better understand how to get under his skin. <laughs> These Clinton advisors agree with Mr. Trump's belief that the debate will not be remembered as pitting a policy expert against a Washington outsider. Instead, her campaign is preparing ways for her to unnerve Mr. Trump and provoke him to rant and rave. The Clinton camp believes, so make note of this, when you hear it, this is why, the Clinton camp believes that Mr. Trump is most insecure about his intelligence, his net worth, and his image as a successful businessman. And those are the areas they are working with Mrs. Clinton to target. So again, Trump, this stuff comes naturally. He doesn't need a team of psychologists. He doesn't need people figuring out where he needs to target or whatever. He just gets it. And that's what this election is about. Oh, Slater, it shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is. I'll end with this. Clinton brought in three people to play the part of Donald Trump in mock debates. Three people. Mark Cuban, who you'll remember half-jokingly about a year ago, I said that Mark Cuban's going to be Donald Trump's vice president. I was half-joking. I was like kind of serious. I was half-serious, uh, but then half-joking just to get people to think out of the box about what this campaign really is. So in a way, like me bringing up Mark Cuban, like I couldn't have been more wrong and more right kind of at the same weird time, right? Um, so Mark Cuban, and he's a lot like Trump because of his bravado and arrogance and showmanship and all that. James Carville, who's quick on his feet and tough, right? And you know the third person? A congressman, a Democratic congressman. From where? Queens. Why? It's Trump's hometown. So the psychologist said, hey, let's bring in someone from Queens and figure out how they think, how they talk, how they operate. And let's analyze that and, and apply it to, to Donald Trump. Fascinating. In the end, I, I guess, it shows they're just playing catch up and they're terrified of him. They don't know what to do. Because Hillary's somewhere between a policy wonk and a robot. And she'll either malfunction on stage or have a coughing fit. I don't know. Maybe both. I don't know. Interesting. So we'll see how it all plays out. If, if, if Hillary's successful at it, then you, can, you know who to credit and you know where that came from. But I don't think you can do it in a month of cramming. Not when you're going against someone who's been doing it for 50 years. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. 
okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.